Wired Future. From artificial intelligence to precision farming, personalized medicine to the new frontiers of outer space. However we imagine the trajectories of the near future, none of them can help improve our lives if it isn't sustainable. That is, if it doesn't allow us to meet our current needs without compromising the ability of future generations to meet theirs. Welcome back to Wired Future, powered by Pasquavini, the podcast that talks about how new work environments, startups, technology, the digital world and the elimination of waste influence sustainability. After addressing the issues of education and work, today we will talk about business, financing and new business projects. Joining us is someone whose work involves cultivating other people's visions and allowing them to grow. How do you harmonize the opportunity to create a new business with the need to make it not only profitable but also sustainable? And is it possible for new businesses to base their development on the principles of sustainability? We are talking about it with Gianluca De Tori, chairman and partner at Primo Ventures. First of all, welcome. Gianluca, you are involved in nurturing new businesses, especially digital ones. What weight do you give to the sustainability of a business strategy when deciding whether or not to support it? That is, with regard to sustainability, what are the criteria that a startup must meet to receive funding from you? From the business point of view, strictly, strictly speaking, I would say that, of course, the sustainability is, uh, is key. Nevertheless, if you do venture, you know very well that you have a J-curve in investing in a startup. So you know that in order to get to the point where the business will be sustainable in the very long run, and we search for those kind of resilient businesses, for example, one key criteria is when you find recurring revenues. I mean, we love, for example, in our firm, we love to invest in B2B software, especially that B2B software that can address digitally and online, you know, hundreds and thousands of customers all over the world. That's a very scalable, sustainable, profitable, long-term software model that works. And we have several experiences in the, in the portfolio. So that's one topic and that's strictly business. But then there, when you talk about sustainability these days with an investor, I mean, what it would come to my mind is now we look also into what we call the sustainability criteria, the ESG criteria. So from now on, pretty much most of the VCs in the world and many other financial operators are when you do the diligence on investment, we'll also look at your impact and your footprint and your activities and your governance from the sustainability and DSG criteria. So that's going to be a growing need for startups to look into that. Gianluca, I'd like to narrow the field to the issue of environmental sustainability. What do you consider to be the fundamental requirements of a young enterprise? And have you ever come across one that meets them all? I've never met one that meets them all in the sense that uh, this criteria is not, is not binary. It's fundamentally an index where you can play with different variables in order to improve your ESG profile. Okay, so, so these rules have to do with environmental sustainability, of course, so your footprint on the environment, but also society. So, for example, your governance, the way you deal with stakeholders, with your employees, your practice, and the way, in a way, you manage uh, your business in a way that is ethical and that looks into the needs of the society and not only, let's say, the profit as a, the only criteria, let's say, in, in what you do. 
what I have to say that all the young generations that I meet uh, in startups, they are all very keen with this. I'll make an example in my portfolio, which is Cabit. And they created a green cloud solution and they created a situation where they want to build a, a cloud solution that is neutral on the carbon footprint. So thanks to the technology and thanks also to strategies like they, they, they sustain bees, for example, because they have the bee as a metaphor for their cloud system. And, uh, and so they have a sensitivity for this. I mean, the young generation are aware that we need to work on sustainability for our future. Gianluca, let me say that the myth of the digital economy is in danger of remaining just that. The proliferation of startups is often countered by the emergence of gigantic, almost monopolistic corporations. The question is, is the digital economy sustainable? Better yet, how can it be sustainable? Well, I think the, the digital economy is sustainable if you talk about environmental issues and we have got proof of that uh, in the last one year due to the lockdown. Of course, it was awful but and it was terrible, but uh, we also, all of us, saw how different, let's say, society and cities and life can be when you combine digital with your life in any smart way. We can do that. I mean, we can work better, we can travel less, or we can travel for leisure rather than just simply to for like in a meeting. And that, I mean, in Milano, we saw how the air was clear and going in bikes around the city was a pleasure. I guess the planet had a big, uh, it would be nice to understand if there was an impact of, of, of this lockdown last year on, on carbon, for example. And then you mentioned also that the gigantic uh, mega companies, digital today, that rule the market. Again, I mean, we see that in technology all the time and these gigantic companies one day won't be so gigantic anymore. There will be new ones coming up and it's the startups of today and that's the story of technology. There's also a mega trend, I think, which is the distributed uh, architecture of the internet that a lot of people are thinking about in the crypto space. That if you think about it in a way, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's trying to go back to the roots of the internet, which was not intended to build uh, monopolistic giants, but rather a distributed collective intelligence system to distribute information among people. On top of that, I would say digital as a world doesn't sound fresh anymore to me. I mean, I would say, I would argue digital is dead in the sense that it's no longer a separate sector. It's, uh, it's entrenched in our life, in our work, in the way we are educated, in the way we socialize. And so, you know, these days we don't look at startups, you know, digital startups as digital startups, but simply as companies that are born now in this hybrid digital physical world. Thanks to Gianluca Dettori, chairman and partner at Primo Ventures. This episode of Wired Future, powered by Pasquavini, is concluded, but our journey continues. See you next time. Wired Future. 